Welcome to the Always Funny in Philadelphia podcast. My name is Andrew. Shut the fuck up, Andy. It's at kind two one five, baby. <laughs> My name is Andrew Alexander. As always, I'm with Dave Temple and Chris Cotton. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done a podcast. I haven't done really anything since uh, in 2014. This is gonna probably gonna be the mm. first post on the website. Yeah, Andy, I'm gonna let you in a little secret. Mm. I found a way to combat the at cotton two one five. You just gotta at your own last name in a zip code, <laughs> and it pisses them off. At Alexander six one zero. Six one zero. Two one two. See? How did you tell him? <laughs> Look at him. His face should be so angry. It's, like, <laughs> it's like kryptonite on that guy. Right now, Chris is rummaging through my cabinet of of um, of oils and uh, and condiments, Chinese condiments. I'm a big fan of condiments, dude. He's about to drink a I bottle of s- rice vinegar. Is this bad? This is like. No, it's not bad. It I want to taste. I need something sweet for the dumpling. Put it in the bowl. Put it in your bowl. This is like one of those. Chris is the pouring old rice show? vinegar into his hand because he wants to try it. <sighs> remember the old shows like Rescue Nine One One, where they would call. When Rescue Nine One One, what is your emergency? There's a bear in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bear. I'm a bear. <laughs> Can I be? I'm mean, just a bear rummaging through your. So how are things? Dave, you did a show for me. Well, you did a show for a friend of mine. Dancing it's so weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burlesque. Uh, you did a burlesque show for yeah. my friend Nikki. I was probably about the 16th comedian that got called. Uh, but I'm, I was glad that I was able to say yes. I called <laughs> I called Chris, and he's like, I'm on vacation. He's like, call Dave. I'm in Cancun, baby. And uh, I actually called Eric Terrell because he, he, he recommended him. There you go. And then I was Eric like, is Dave, is Dave in Philly? Because Eric said he... Somebody, he made some kind of excuse. They were all busy. They were all busy. You know what Dave was home doing? Jerking off. Not even. I'm not a jerker. I'm more of a masher, guys. I told you. <laughs> I like to more so grind my penis into the bed. That is weird. It wasn't bad for, it wasn't bad for 10 minutes, you know? Yeah, no, no. It was actually it was good. Um, a nice little workout because they sandwiched me in between, you know, burlesque acts, which is girls... Just stripping down to panties and pasties. Let's talk about burlesque. Because we were discussing earlier before we did our podcast. And Dave doesn't like it. Dave doesn't like the fucking... I don't see the big deal about it. Yeah, I mean, they're not stripping per se. Um, Yeah, they're not really showing anything. They're just wearing kind of scandalous um, looking... Well, it's not only that. Burlesque shows are normally done in dive bars. It it almost feels like a step below stripping. You know what I mean? Because... Mm -hmm. They're not, there's not even a real show. There's like, I mean, there's not even a real stage for them to perform on. You know, it's like, it's like entry level stripping. You know, they're, they're, I don't know what they're, you know, it's weird. I don't know what they're getting paid for it or what's happening here. Well, well, I would just suck dick. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think it would be a bit more rewarding. Where were they, where were they performing in this bar? Um, in the back, there was, a, there's a very small stage. Um, and it has some, some, like, literally, like, some bathroom rugs on the floor, or, like, on the stage. Um, yeah, it was weird, dude. Uh, they commandeered the ladies' bathroom to go in there and change, and, um... I mean, why were you trying to get in there so bad anyway? <laughs> to the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> what business did you have in there, dude? Uh, I, I was there for the maxi pads. Cheap maxi pads. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter there, you know? Is that what they paid you in? <laughs> yeah, put them up. You got a wife? You got a girlfriend? <laughs> She good? Alright. Thanks for the 10 minutes. Yo, this is the homage to the old one because we eating. He cooked for us. We had the house and he cooked. And yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, we're eating uh, Chinese food. I made some stir fry. 
The sad part about it is the closer you get to Chris, the more you'll hear, I'm hungry. <laughs> I am one of those hot and fat dudes, but I'm good. <laughs> then I go home, you know what I mean? Once you get close enough, I'll, I'll admit to you, I'm hungry as shit right now. So how are things in New York, otherwise? Um, New York is very cold and wet right now. Uh, pilot season is about to start, so all the established comics are leaving to go to L.A. to work on television shows. Which means that now we can do spots for um, <laughs> half full comedy clubs now that everyone's aware none of the famous people will be there. <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, you know. Everything you said was true, though. Yeah, but I think, I think we're making, you know, some good progress. Uh, I'm finding myself doing more reps as far as getting spots. Um, oh, I got some good shows coming up. Uh, Six Foot Nothing Tour is about to kick off next week. Oh, weekend. yeah? Where is yeah. it where's that starting? Uh, that's been in the works for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. We've been rejected a couple places, but... Uh, a couple, you know. I mean every place. <laughs> but we're, we're going to kick off the first stop of our tour at the uh, Bristol Comedy Works in Georgine's Restaurant right off of 95 North. That's where you guys usually go, right? Um, you, have, you guys, not, I should rephrase that, you guys go there frequently. Oh, yeah, yeah. We work there pretty often. Uh, so, yeah. I tend to be a regular there somehow. Yeah, he, I'm nowhere. It's weird, man. Uh, well, that's the thing. As of right now, there is no second stop. <laughs> but we are working on it. Like, um, the hopefully, first stop is the, the most, uh, the one that, that yeah. is the first one. So, hopefully, like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to start posting a picture of this thing on my uh, on my Twitter account. That's at Temple267. Shut the fuck up, Dave. <laughs> It's not a real Twitter, y'all. It's not a real. He's just doing it to piss me off. <laughs> He's doing it. It's working. And it's pissing me off. No, nah, but I'll, I'll post a picture as well as you know the, the date of that show. And um, what about um, to catch a rising star in uh, Princeton? What about it? They've. We could with it. I feel like they're always. Because the word. What do you guys say? Thirsty for new talent. <laughs> we could um, actually book there. I, I know. The, I know the booker. We could book there. I didn't think. All right, well, that'll be the second stop. The date will be <laughs> to be determined, but I want you guys to retweet the hell out of that picture. That way um, people can see we're doing stuff. Where's the Where's the furthest that you plan on going for the tour? Um, yeah, maybe Tokyo. I think six foot nothing will do good over there. Oh, oh, oh. oh ladies and gentlemen. Money there, money there, money there. <laughs> they coming to the state of right now. It is six foot nothing. <laughs> Are you saying you put nothing against it again? Oh, he's six foot nothing against it again. 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 He's six foot nothing against it do you think that the, the comedy, I mean, the uh, Chinese food in Japan or the Japanese food, whether it's really that good or you think it's I've sick? been told that it's amazing. I've been told of the sushi um, prior to uh, the, it make, it make the nuclear itself. blast. I heard that the right. sushi was amazing. Well, they're also not using seaweed to wrap theirs up. I think they're using used girls' panties, mm -hmm. which that yeah. sticks a lot better, especially if she's already had her cycle. Mm -hmm. because They call it the manga special. <laughs> It's manga. A, it's a manga special. It's um, it's octopus being wrapped by girl panties. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I saw I saw <laughs> in a bodega. Um, 
You know those sex pills that they always have behind the counter? Yeah, like you the, get your stamina and stuff up. Yeah. Well, one was all in uh, one of those Asian languages, you know, house, half a cup full of water, all that kind of stuff. And but the picture, it was Ryu banging Chun Li. Oh, I seen that. <laughs> you have seen that? Okay, I thought I was and tripping it wasn't out. Like a knockoff Ryu, really it was actually. Do you no, think it, like real it, it looked like like one of the more modern Marvel versus Capcom. Um, Ryu and Chun Li's, but they were just, I thought that was so weird that they used those two characters. Is this in New York or in Philly? Dude, this was in New York. This is in New York. I saw. They, they are in Philly too. Yeah. Wait, I mean, what are you doing right now? Get some ice. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. He's right went now. through every cabinet of my fucking kitchen. I, I really have been. He in poured here. rice vinegar into his hand. <laughs> it was good with the with the soy sauce. <laughs> no, but yeah, I saw the, the Ryu shit. I thought about getting it one day. He's got nothing for you, Tom. Yeah. Like, like, have you ever used one of those, Andy? Uh, fucking stamina things? Yeah, supplements. Yeah. No, I'm a man. I eat Molly. I mean, fuck. <laughs> You're <laughs> a man. You eat Molly. I don't need to buy stuff at the truck stop. I used it once. Uh, it, it made my vision blue. Like, and I was told I took too much. No, one of those sex stamina pills. Just eat Molly. And a friend of mine told me. I've never taken Molly. It's it's a it's a wondrous fucking thing. Have you ever really taken Yeah, a couple times. I you know it. what? I don't know if you guys pay, like I've had to pay attention to the news lately because I had to write on topical shit. But the, the, you heard about this shit with Justin Bieber's house being raided? And all they found was Molly. Right. They really did find Molly. Yeah, they found Molly on the rapper Little's eye. And he just had Molly, like uh, an abundance of Molly, and it was just like eight guys in Justin Bieber's mansion, yeah. and all of this Molly. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a little. Weird. That is a weird fucking party, man. Like I don't know what the fuck these yeah. guys are doing. Molly's Molly's not a drug. No, you don't eat Molly and just hang out with your dude friends. Right. That's what I want to do. I want to take Molly with my homies, man. Uh, you see, I ain't trying to take no Molly. No, I mean if you're gonna do it, like you're gonna go out, and if you ha- happen to hang out with your buddies, that's whatever. But. It seems like if you're hanging out in your house eating Molly with a bunch of dudes, right? That's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be like the only way you see a dude is if you're high fiving him as you guys are tag teaming a chick, right? What's that called? The Eiffel Tower? Molly skewer. That's when you give him a good skewer. The skewer. Did you oh. set up yourself? Like a like a like a like a teriyaki. What did what did Jim Norton say? He said you were making a nana hammock. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Jim Norton had this bit where he talked about how uh, the Harlem Globetrotters were fucking this dude's grandma and they had <laughs> one in her mouth and one in her ass and they made a nana hammock. <laughs> it, was good, it was a good joke. <laughs> oh, man. That's but yeah. No, Justin Bieber, man. Fucking guy. Uh, I, you know what? That has got to be the cutest way to get a felony. If I've ever heard one. I thought he got in trouble for egging someone's house. Yeah, that's what it was. He threw eggs at the house. And apparently, the egg charge is a felony. Anything over $950 worth of damage in the state of California is considered a felony when it comes to vandalism. Yeah. And because it's like a huge mansion that he threw eggs at, and it's on private property, the cost to clean it up exceeds $950, hence the felony. And wow. they, they treated it as such, which is why the uh, house. the sheriff's office raided his house. Yeah. Get down on the floor. And then the pro- get down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process, these guys just rack up charges because, like, the guy picks up the the drug charge for having all this molly on him, which I I felt like the judge just had leniency on him. Like, yeah, were there any bitches there? <laughs> no. All right. You know what? Don't let me see you in my courtroom again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Unless you got some bitches with your Molly. Uh, <laughs> Justin picked up a charge for having excessive baby oil on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For being too slotty on a yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> what day did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think of the new cast member for SNL? Uh, you know what? I'm happy for her. You know, black girls making it. Uh, black girls rock. I did watch that, SNL, that, uh, and I felt like a lot more people did watch it to see. Uh, shout out to Shashir Zamata. Zamata. Yeah. Um, she was UCB, from what I understand. Yeah, she still is. She hosts a Wednesday night show there uh, at the theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, she's actually she's pretty hot. She was pretty good. Yeah. You like that? I like. They were giving her a little bit of stage. Time. You know what? No. You know what? Um, well, I don't love that. She was dressed the way I like for her to be dressed. Uh, I, I saw her Wednesday. She was wearing like a fitted hat, oh, big right. sneakers. Just like yeah. a good diet. Yeah. At Temple Two Six Seven. Okay. Dave has a thing for hard nights. Yeah. Which is the one of the weirdest fetish? Well, not not hard dykes. No, you like them nice and hard. I like them to be dressed hard, but there's still a soft uh, appeal from under I, there. From what I remember, you said that you like them to wear basketball shorts, t- uh, tank top. Well, like if we're chilling your around the house playing like video games, games, yeah. <laughs> your dream girl looks like her. No, all right, like you guys remember. <laughs> <laughs> Boozy bad. Uh, you know, you want to hear something bad? <laughs> hear something? Hear something really bad? Um, when uh, Lloyd first came out. I thought he was a girl. I wanted to fuck the shit out of Lloyd. Like, oh, that's I didn't not know he was a dude. Lord? Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd, when he had like long, straight, pretty hair and just smooth skin. Uh, geez, this is getting <laughs> way too creepy. I saw him on the Music Choice channel and I was like, oh, that chick. And the, and the first song was, oh, nah, it sounded like a chick. thought it was a chick. Lay your head <laughs> yeah. on my pillow. There you go. Now you're getting into lay it. Lay down, right? lay down. He got some good fucking hits. I don't know. I don't think I know who he is. Shut the fuck up. It's because you're not black. You know your Mexican music. What are you listening to? Oh, so did I love. Right. But Lloyd, in my defense, Lloyd did songs with Ashanti, and she was more masculine than he was. Cause she Ashanti had those, is a hard bitch. Well, yeah, because Ashanti had those ludicrous <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> Ludo with a ponytail. Oh, man. I mean, if, uh, if you had to choose, so you would probably. Yeah, that that's, I'm bad for stop me on that because that's going to just be a gay joke. That's all I want. Who'd you fuck a shot here, Lloyd? If that is they take it, I don't like. I felt like Lloyd's asshole is less hairy than the shanty, <laughs> so I would have to go for Lloyd on that one. No homo. <laughs> that's all homo. <laughs> That's it was gay. What about you, Andy? Would you? What? what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I well, you fucked the dude or the chicken? This one. I don't know what either of them look like. Did you see? I like, oh, how, you, I like oh. how you didn't say no. I was like, I need details. But Ashanti, Ashanti did step her game up. I don't know if you guys saw her in the Celebrity All Star Game right before the World Series, uh, 2013. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, chicks like her. They don't. They, when you were in a public eye like that, she's with uh, Nelly. Is she still with Nelly? No, no, no. Who that already that already stopped her? Who is the fucking Nelly? Nelly's hot again. Nelly's picking up steam from uh, Real Housewives. Yeah, he's picking up residual Kevin Hart pussy. Okay. I mean, Nelly's still. I forgot about that. I mean, no homo, but Nelly's still. uh, Why am I saying no homo? I never say no homo. Uh, Oh, homo. Uh, Nelly is a (laughs) handsome dude. Like, Nelly is a. Realistically, Nelly would get pussy if he wasn't famous. Yeah. 
Melly one of those dudes that he just would get ass because he he got the he got the face he got the he got the attitude he one of those he was one of those light skinned dudes who used to get in the fights and could fight, which is one of the weird things. Yeah, you got a pretty go. boy you can fight. It's a fuck. It's like weird. It's like this dude has everything. You know what? Chris gets into these weird logics where he says shit that no, like, that's real shit. That's dude, no one even thinks like that. Yeah, he light skinned dude that can fight. If there's anybody. <laughs> That is listening that agrees with anything that you've heard this logic before of uh, light skinned dude, but he he one of them light skinned dudes that can fight and get pussy. Like you talk about light skinned dudes like they're unicorns or some shit like that. Like uh once once I was raised in a time <laughs> where light skinned dudes was the fucking holy ground. Right. You know what I mean? Chris, right. Chris goddamn fine Chris's worldview is, is so internalized, meaning that he like whatever he thinks, I'm sure he's like a projectile thinker. It's like whatever I think, that's the way everyone else thinks. So I feel like culture, but Chris would have made a good pirate. Like <laughs> Just what kind of pirate. Ask like, no, nah, I'm like you know, on okay. the boat, cruising around. I'm like Captain Phillips, pirate, or a, Johnny Depp pirate. Like a Johnny Depp pirate, like uh, following the leader blindly. What are we doing? We're going to island, killing light skinned people. <laughs> <laughs> He's just on board. I like this captain. What was his name? Uh, follow him to the depth of the <laughs> No, man. Alright, I got a little bit of a light skin problem. Yeah, a little yeah, I bit. Yeah, I got a little bit of a light skin problem. What is the, what is it? Well, I don't, I've never understood this. Uh, why you guys like, White, light-skinned, and black-skinned dudes. Like, uh, First of all, don't call me black-skinned. I don't like <laughs> That's why, exactly. <laughs> right there. Mouth. Black skin. That don't even make sense. Dark, um, dark skin and, uh, and light skin. Um, I have no idea where it came from. Like, I feel like, do you <laughs> all... really from from Jim Crow. Jim Crow? Damn. From the end of the day. The slave thing. We speak about this on Martin Luther King. Let's get deep, my nigga. <laughs> now, I would need for you to elaborate. It <laughs> came from Jim Crow. What, what, what do you mean? The slave thing. It's how they used to separate the fucking license slaves from the slaves. Dutch slaves really was the fucking hard work to fucking put the mule on the Dutchman slave. Uh, okay, so this is this is still resentment from when you were a slave. Is that what you're saying? That's what it got. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, you were you're 27, Chris. <laughs> Slavery in the 400 years ago. <laughs> 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 I'm about to throw the dog at your face, Dave. <laughs> Come here, Carla. I'm gonna throw the fucking dog. <laughs> Phase. Would you I, say that uh, dark-skinned black guys are, are uh, quote-unquote harder or yes. more serious than light-skinned? Fuck yeah. We go hard. <laughs> In the paint. We, we, men, we do man shit. Who the fuck out the way, Dave? That's how you I say right, hey. I don't even use the word excuse me. Except for when I'm explaining the fact that I don't use the word excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I know how to use the word excuse me when so I say what is, I what say is Dave? What is Dave? He brown-skinned. So he's light skinned? No, he's, uh, he's brown skinned. You're not here. If, you I were, <laughs> if I were a sleeve, I'd be out in the field with Chris. Yeah. And he was still about, pissing me off. What about Sean, <laughs> what about Sean Jackson? He's like, Sean will be in the house yeah. serving food at the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. And fucking they white women. You know, what, you know what's funny? They didn't fuck the light skinned slave. You would come out and fuck the dark skinned slave because they knew they wouldn't snitch. Oh, miss, you want some of this black meat? <laughs> What's up with this? Gives a dick? You know what? Here's the thing, Chris. I would be able to process this. If you, if you just put probably before 90% of the shit that you said, I 
I think that's my problem. Chris says it as if it's fucking fat. He probably has a way to drink. Gives a dick. You hope they call these dicks gizzards. Hey, all I'm saying is put a probably in front of it. They probably call it gizzard dick. No problem. And I can probably accept that. No, it's fact. It's yeah, fact. that's the thing with Chris. Nah, they definitely call it gizzard dick. They definitely call it gizzard dick. <laughs> the nickname is too good for them not to use it. It's too good, man. I mean, if you fucking had access, you know gizzards. Back then, they knew gizzards. Would you call your dick a gizzard dick? No. It's hard enough. It's fucking... It's like gizzards. Wasn't the gizzards like the lowest of the lowest food? Yeah, that's why we got it. It's intestines, yeah. We're proud to eat it. Why would you name your dick after one? Because it's aggressive. (laughs) Because because I think that's also how women feel about it. It's the lowest (laughs) form of food, and they'd be ashamed to eat it in public. Gizzard dick. (laughs) But if it's going to help them survive the winter... Oh yeah! Don't go ahead and check it there. <laughs> I'm giving these bitches. They gonna love it. Jesus Christ! Love it. All right. So if you're breaking this podcast up into chapter, yeah, that chapter is clearly called Gizzard Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why do y'all let me go on these rants? I, I don't know if you know this. I am slowly but surely trying to stop you. Like, I, <laughs> not a good resistance, but uh. Oh my God. I'm leading the way on the uh, resistance. What was the last? Here, let me change the subject a little bit. What was the last? What was the last check spot you had in Philly? You guys are never in Philly anymore. Yeah. Check spot. Yeah, I don't do check spots in Philly. Yeah, yeah I can't come here and not pay money or. I mean, just, you, what do you, I mean, what do you mean? Right? What was the last book show you did when you were actually booked for the gig? Uh, I did a show for Amor, I mean, and, and, oh, you know what, December I racked up on some, uh, gigs here, but I was doing them quietly. Philly money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so, I, I get quiet Philly money on a low. I, I was booked What's to do the, the venue, uh, some, some place that's up at, uh, off of, like, Erie Avenue. How was it? Is it nice in there? It's a nice room, yeah, yeah. It wasn't packed the night that I did it, but I was there, uh, sometime in December, and then I did a show at the Mill Creek Tavern, uh, just before Christmas. I call it the Lost Ticket Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I opened that show up telling them, guys, there's no way I can win here. I am just here to do my time and get my money and get out of here because, but surprisingly, I won. That was uh, I, I used the Eminem tactic out there. You know, uh-huh. I am white. I am a fucking bomber. Like, I, I went up there with that. Yeah, I've had. I like got out of there alive once, and I still don't count it as a win. But I got out of there alive once. No Creek is a shitty room, dude. Would you agree with me when I say that Philly's gotten quiet? Like too quiet. Oh, uh, you know what? That's actually not what I'm hearing. It's just not necessarily on the radar of what I'm trying to accomplish now. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like so, I mean, these young comics that are here in Philly, they're still, you know, going out every night, and I'm yeah, guessing they're getting spots. one or two reps in per night. But it's just not on my radar. And I guess the stuff that I haven't shown up to in so long that I'm not even getting the. Uh, Evites on Facebook anymore. You know what I mean? Like tonight, I wanted to go out and hit some spots, and I had to look on Facebook, and there was like one thing that showed up. I like literally had to call around to find out what else was going on in the city. It's, it's a depressing fucking place right now, dude. Like I was here for like I've been in the city for now I think like almost twenty four hours, <laughs> and I want to get the fuck out, dude. Yeah, it's not good. Here. But it's depressing. It's, it's all depends on how you look at it. That's like. You know, that's like saying the housing projects are sad. 
If you're four years old and that's all you know, you don't see nothing wrong with that. It's not until you get out of it and you go, oh, you mean the way we were living wasn't normal? Okay, and then you kind of start to chase after something a bit bigger. But comics in Philly know that there's... <clears throat> I don't think anyone here is trying, know that, thinks that there's like a way out from Philly comedy. Meaning, like, I don't think there's any... There's no light at the end of the tunnel from doing spots every night here. Yeah, um, so Why aren't they more, like, trying to get out of their comfort zone and and going to different different places out of the city? Because they comfort zone. Yeah, because exactly zone. what you just said, the comfort zone, you know? Yeah, it's so comfortable. I mean, come on, Andrew, you want abs, don't you? Good point there. You can't argue with that. Huh? You know, uh, huh? This has been the always funny <laughs> Like when I was here, I, even when I come back, and like I just don't allow myself to get that comfy anymore. But I love this; I still love Philadelphia. I just hate. What I'm saying is that there's nothing for me to cover anymore. This is like that's. Uh, uh, I think there's been a generational gap too, though. I, I don't, and I and no attest to you. I mean, it's not a shot at you, but I, you know, I, I I don't know if you're still connected to the guys that are you know moving and shaking and controlling this this environment anymore, City. you know? I mean, most of your connections are from our generation, and from our generation, everyone is either in New York or they quit, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anyone from our generation really left floating around Philly, is it? Yeah, yeah. Shainer? He's not our generation. He, yeah, we like him. Our generation it. likes him, so we bring him the shit. Yeah. He's not our generation. So, I mean, like, comics that, uh, what years were you working at? What, what year did you start working at the Laugh House? Eight oh seven. Okay, yeah. So the, the yeah, and I started in oh six. So that means you know I was coming around regularly around the time that you started. Yeah. Um, and you know, so that when I say people of our generation, I mean guys that were had like a year or two or three in. Yeah. By the time that you were working at the Laugh House, so guys that you were seeing come in and get spots regularly or bump other guys for spots on open mic. None, none of those guys are. Yeah, that shit's weird because it's like it's weird because you see the evolution. Anybody who stayed around that was bumping us, they're either doing movies or just doing big shit, or legitimately hairlining. You know what I mean? Like not like bullshit dates anymore. And like Spank, I remember coming in and just like arguing with Spank and hanging out with Spank. And, and now today I call Spank like, "Yo, let me get a guest spot on your shit." At a helium, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't care, come through." You know what I mean? Right. It's just a mutual respect, and he's like, "Oh, you working? I'm working. We all working. You still here?" And it's funny because me and Smith, me and him, even on the phone today, I said to him, "I was like, I was like, Smith, uh, I said to him, I, I started rambling on like I do when I talk." And he was like, "He was like, oh yeah, my bad for that." He's like, "Chris, man, I know you're enough to know that's what you do." He's like, I just, "I just sat there, I checked out for a second, checked back in. You said sorry. That's what you do." He's like, "That's how you talk." I was like, "I was like, let me get the fuck off this phone." We get into our that's argument. Funny. Then we say, he's like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "Yeah, that's another thing. We go argue. We stay on the phone too. Me and make argue with each other like we're fucking married because we just can't see eye to eye on things. Basic shit. One day, me and him got into an argument because we were watching football at the last house, and he said, "Yeah, man, you see, I hit that hole. Hit that hole like a like a point guard." I was like, "What the fuck you talking about?" Point guards when they hit a hole like now what they do is they cover the ball up with both hands and they come man you don't know what the f- you don't watch basketball I watch basketball next thing you know for twenty minutes me and him got into a full blown argument we both can tell you what the fuck we was arguing about because we just don't see eye to eye but we like each other 
I legitimately like Spank. Like, he's a good dude. Like, I, I like Spank. We get it. You know Spank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You now, let's fucking... tell you some, let me tell you some naive stories. Let me tell work my way up the calves. Like, right. I know calves. <laughs> we met in passing. Let me show you time. my camaraderie with Spank. <laughs> One time we argued over basketball. You know, you know, that, you know that Spank just did a ride along? It was a good movie. I've seen it. I didn't see it yet. My dad told no, me. No, so Spank, uh, so Spank uh, is going to show up to Helium and do, and do that weekend? Yeah, it's all weekend. Because I was planning on showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. They had Dave's picture on for Spank. What? Yeah, for black. Someone, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone sent me a picture of the, the pre-show advertisements when the screen is dropped and they're advertising. And last weekend in January, we have Spank. But it's my headshot Are up there. Are you serious? Yeah, it Great was dude. fucking hilarious. And I sent that to Spank. And he was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's good that he's headlining the Laugh House. It's nice to see something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headlining Helium. Everybody's headlining the Laugh House, man. <laughs> if you stand out front long enough, you can get a nice bucket of money. <laughs> <laughs> Accumulated. <laughs> it's so fucking close. Right, just stand there with a cup and just collect donations. I guess the... I guess I have to start going out and um, checking out the scene again, uh, going to a Raven or something. Yeah, Raven's a good place to start. You know, that always leads you to everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's going through there. Uh, I think, and it, it, it sounds bad, but like the, the, the alt scene, mm. I feel like they're doing a bit more in Philly than the urban scene. Like, uh, you know, like the urban scene, it's still what it is. Like, I'm still seeing it being ran by comics like Buck Wild or Malcolm Hill. You know, those guys are still promoting their shows and urban comics are still going to gravitate towards them and what they have available to them. Uh, I know Anwar racked up like a ton of shows. I remember he had a flyer for like almost every day of the week. You know, he really? had a show at the venue. He had a show at the Reef. He had a show at Parkside. He had a show at the Arts Garage. You know what I mean? Almost every day. Uh, Lawrence Killebrew is running a show, I think, over at... Uh, the Hard so, Rock Cafe. Oh, yeah, he got a Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Is that a regular show? Uh, I, I, I don't know whether it's a monthly or what's going on with that, uh, but I, I know I see him post a lot I mean, he's doing you know, that, that he's doing that, So, uh, which is good because he's found a new home for that yeah. you know, audience that was supporting his Urban Rum uh, his Tuesday night. Um, so, you know, but at the same token, I'm constantly seeing, you know, a lot of those all white comics that, you know, they're popping up. They, they got, for every room that shuts down for them, they're opening up like two or three, you know, at Medusa or... Do people are, do come out to those, though? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not every there. Time every, when I show up to them, they stand outside in the cold, man. They yeah. fucking, yo, come on in the comedy show. They, they, because a lot of them might go up to New York once or twice, and they're like, oh, this system of barking isn't bad. You know right, what I mean? It's right. not bad considering... If you do it voluntarily, it's not bad. If you right. do it out of necessity, you feel like shit. You and it, you know what I mean? And it works. Because you figure if you bark in six regular people. Yeah. And they walk into a room where 19 comics are already sitting in the seats. <laughs> yeah. They don't realize that they're the only members until they start to notice, hey, everyone is just going on stage from the audience, <laughs> right? But Especially Philadelphia, because that's not a system that we use here. Yeah. Danny like O, you know what? Damon D was the first yeah. one doing it. Da- Damon D was barking. What in Philadelphia? Yeah, <laughs> well, excuse me, yeah, down at Lickety. I don't know where he got it from. Jeez, this became a very nerdy... I don't even think he got it. I think he just did it. Comedy industry fucking conversation that we're having here. Huh? Oh, who gives a fuck? Is anyone interested in this? Huh? We all like it. Yeah. We're enjoying it. No one listens. We get listeners, right? 
Did I just turn cold on myself? Yeah, everyone listens. Listen. Everyone listens. <laughs> Why'd you put that knife out of your hand? Huh? Why'd you take that knife out of your you hand? Look at it. Do that pirate game there that you did there with the fingers. That's the pirate game I play. It's called sticking a knife and shit that's, that's, that can get cut. <laughs> And Why there, y'all let me talk? And there you have it. No, the ad lib of Chris Cotton. He's a fucking genius, people. I can see why barking would be efficient in Philadelphia because people aren't used to it. People in New York are just so over it. Yeah. Oh, God. Another fucking okay, Well, most of the people that get barked in New York are tourists anyway. They, they don't see it coming. Around. You know how many You know how many barking shows we've done where we get there and the second comedian's on stage and someone talks to the audience only to find out they don't even speak any English. Why ain't y'all laughing? Yeah. 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 Who <laughs> <laughs> travels across the ocean and follows some stranger in a basement <laughs> and just sit there and wait? What you, know? you don't know is across the ocean, that's all they do follow. <laughs> There's a lot of slobbing going on in this time. I am so full of fucking Andy food. Like, Andy, what did you cook? I made stir fry. You made stir fry rice and, and dumplings. Stir fry. Dumplings and shit, as Chris would say. Dumplings, dumplings and shit. shit. I don't curse that much. Come on, man. I am full. I have full of shit, dude. So what have you been up to, man? Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, 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 well, you know, what's up with you guys? That's the, I ain't doing shit. I know, right? I mean, y'all crazy with that, man. Y'all always asking questions and shit. I was, I'm at UCB and, uh. Uh, oh yeah, you still taking the acting class then? Not acting, it's a sketch writing. When did they start back up? Uh, February, late mm-hmm. February. How much were they charging you for that? Too much? No, uh, enough for me to afford. Enough okay. for me where like where I can uh, easily just pay it and, and go about my life and not have to be like, oh, what am I gonna do? But uh, I gotta teach a class and something. The, the commuting is just the, the hard part. I teach a class at Dickens One Hundred and One. That's what. I teach. <laughs> So I'm in New York a lot, not as much as you guys, but I'm I'm still in New York. And but it, it was it was around this time I called Chris like last yeah. Week. What the fuck was that? Because you were weird when you were in New York too. You would text me, hey man, you want to go see uh, John Stewart show? What was uh, so weird about that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's go see the John Stewart see- show. Oh no, let me tell you exactly how this goes. <laughs> so you want to go see the Daily Show? Yeah, sure. Are you sure you want to go see the Daily Show? What the fuck? Yeah, I said that. Ah, let's let's not go see it. Let's maybe <laughs> go see it next week. I'm like, what's going on, Andy? Do, do you not have the tickets or what? Uh, well, I kind of think Colbert Report is funnier, and I I just need to go home. I'll call you later. I'm like, what the fuck was that, man? Like, yeah, break that right before. Uh, no, I, I, I got tickets to uh, the Daily Show, and by the time it was, I, I didn't realize how late they fucking record and how long you're gonna be there. For. Well, how late do they record? They record for like four hours. It's like a four-hour endeavor. You wait outside for two hours, and then you they go inside. They record for another two hours. I wouldn't have been able to got got home get home for work, and it was just like my schedule at the time was just work. Mm. So. I would I would have gotten home super late, and then when I have gotten early up, uh, wouldn't have to, I would have had to uh, get early up in the morning for work. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If you say so, uh, I don't I don't even understand that concept of getting up in the morning for work. Right? If I get up early 
It's to pee and take out my contacts because <laughs> I drank too much the night before, and they're drying out my eyes. You know what I get ready to do? Take this big dinner dick out of my wife because it's getting nice and sticky. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm staring at you, Dave. I wish, I wish you could see Chris's face as he said it. Chris had a look as if I'm dropping jewels on him. <laughs> Wait till they get this gizzard dick call back. Like, yo, he was so pleased with himself. It made me happy. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I, I'll admit that. It was so weird. You liked it though. I wanted to laugh. I got a good laugh out of y'all. Uh, oh, man, that's good. That's why I like y'all. That's why I'm friends. <laughs> Awful person. Awful person. But when I'm in New York, after I'm done class and stuff, I get really bored. And I don't feel like taking an hour-long hour long train into Queens, so I call one of you guys, and it's usually like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. And I don't even have the energy to do that. You know, like, oh, we're doing this spot, and we're going here, we're going to comic strip. job in the morning. And then we're going to stand-up, and then we're going here. It's like, uh, you guys just want to hang out? Well, no, that's how it works. I mean, typically, like, yeah. even now... We're not even in a situation where we get to roll together as much because everyone is having different spots and having different places that they need to be in order to get their reps in. So it's yeah. just a matter of everyone just kind of meet in the village at like one, one yeah. thirty. Everyone should be finished, you which know. Is, which is cool. Uh, I can, I can, I can usually do that. But then, uh, I mean, because Derek, you know, Derek leaves on Wednesday. Yeah, Derek leaves on Wednesday. For what? Uh, Derek's going out to L.A. for pilot season, man. Oh, so they're going to put that in production? What? No, no, no. He's going out to do auditions. So he'll be out there for, I guess, about a month or so. You know, oh. just auditioning for shit. What happened with... Wednesday games. Uh, what happened with the other pilot? I mean, you know, pilots... A lot of pilots don't get picked up, man. Yeah, that, that that just goes to show you the money that's floating around in Hollywood, where people can cut you a five-figure check to shoot an episode and pitch it to the network and then just never hear it again. And from what I'm understanding about the business, a lot of people just shoot pilots quickly to turn something in so that they don't have to give back their development money. That's it. Like If you land a development deal and you're sitting on... A network for eight or nine months and nothing happens. They're like, okay, you're gonna need to give some of that money back. Oh, all right, let's hurry up and film something. Yeah, and turn it in so that we can meet our requirement. And uh, meanwhile, niggas are struggling. <laughs> niggas are struggling. I mean, do you think there's someone out there that just makes a living off pilots? Yeah, and just like doesn't do anything. There's tons of people like that. Chris Spencer is one of them. You don't know who Chris Spencer is, do you? No, I guess that's where... Chris Spencer is the god of black uh, black fucking comedy in in L.A., you know what I mean? And Chris writes and executively produces on everything, but he rarely stars in anything. Uh, They are talking about bringing back the Chris Spencer show probably this fall, but... (sighs) What was the show? It's just like Arsenio Hall show. It's just... You know, it's a talk show that uh, I don't I don't remember it from before, but I know who Chris Spencer is. Yeah, I know Chris Spencer. Uh, and everyone knows and respects him, you know what I mean? He's not that funny, but he's he's a good dude. Everybody likes him. And, uh, uh, according it. to those guys, he he's a comedian. is. He's yeah, a, he's a comedian. Yeah. He's hilarious. According to those guys, yeah, like I, I was waiting for it, you know what I mean? I wanted to see, like, the, the, the funny, you know what Did I mean? Did you see him anywhere? I've seen him. I've seen him numerous times. Didn't smash to you? Uh, it's very intelligent, very highbrow. You know what? And this is going to sound bad. Um, Not enough humping? 
I don't, I don't respond well to articulate black comics. Fuck out of here, smart motherfucker. Yeah, it's what it's weird. We want give the dick juice. <laughs> it's weird when, it, and that's the thing. Chris is very intelligent, uh, very well spoken, and the jokes are very highbrow. Mm-hmm. So you know, when uh, the last comic humped the stool, and the other one used the microphone as a dick. 14 minutes. I'm like, all right. Exactly. Banging it all around the legs of the stool. We need to find a happy medium. We need to find somewhere in between. Well, Chris is that happy medium, and I'm just never prepared for it when it happens. You take the top off and use it as a badge. You know? (laughs) Kills everybody, y'all. I call Chris Spencer the shocker of comedy. (laughs) You don't like my jokes today. I see. Andy is not like what Joe's I tried to, to steamroll right over that one. What faces you give while you're saying? Because well, well, yeah, like he's so fucking happy with himself. What did you just say? <laughs> he takes the top of the, the mic off and he uses it as a badge. <laughs> 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 Idiot. It, it is weird, though, because he's actually thinking. That actually took some thought. I've got to give you some credit on that one. That that was some thought there. Did you did Gizzard Dick just come out of your mouth? You didn't think about oh, it? Oh, no. Gizzard Dick. Gizzard Dick was. I don't know where that you're came from. that one? But, no, it, it, was, it just added up. You know what I mean? I was talking about gizzards, and then I wanted to make a dick joke. I was like, let's link gizzards dick together. And then next thing you know, classic. God. What, is, uh, what happened to me? Where am I right now? Yeah. Coke classic. I don't know if you're... Chris is a very deep man. Very, very deep. <laughs> you want to talk deep shit? Let's talk something deep. There you go. How do you feel with the crisis over in Iraq? <laughs> What? what? Huh? The crisis over there. What? Nah. Did the crisis go? Right. Not enough. Not enough gizzard dick going around. Huh? <laughs> 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 that's why they want those fucking, those fucking virgins. Yeah. You know that's what they use for shrapnel in their bombs. Gizzard dick. Gizzard dick. Yeah, you learned it. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see how we can make gizzard dick highbrow humor. Dick gizzard dick. Yeah, gizzard dick. You have to. You can talk about slavery. And then, Whoa. uh... We already did that, because it's Martin Luther King Day, you know what I mean? Pay homage, my Yeah. <laughs> 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 my nigga King. <laughs> <laughs> Dave does not like me right now. I looked up and seen Dave. Because there's a lot of people doing that today. Dude, Martin Luther King has lost his vigor, man. <laughs> like, is it? Is it? No one respects Martin Luther King anymore. Half the sh- hashtags I see with his face on Instagram say, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yo, I love Uncle Phil, yo. Fuck my Uncle King. <laughs> Uncle Phil was my nigga, man. He raised me, cuz. Him and Bill Cosby. My nigga, like, wait, I ain't grow up on no King. I grew up on Cos. Nigga, like, you It's the same day every year. It's always January 20th. I think it's the, the second... Whatever. So it's not his birthday. His day is death. His birthday. His birthday is uh, the fifteenth. Hold on. The day of his death. His birthday. No. What is it? Rotate like Easter. What is it? Jesus. It's It's a Monday after. It's always the Monday after, or like around his birthday. That that second week, he said. Because my birthday is the sixteenth. Thank you for saving me from that answer. I felt really stupid. I know, and that's weird because, dude, (laughs) we used to have to learn about and recite so much of this stuff, and we're not learning. Was all happy birthday to you? Oh yeah, happy birthday! I remember when Martin Luther King cut that record. Happy birthday! That was good. Did with the king? I don't know what. Stevie Wonder said, "This dumb blind face, <laughs> <laughs> can't see shit." <laughs> chilling with the king. No, no, who the fuck? You don't know who you're chilling with right now. That was such a childish joke. <laughs> Hanging with the man. 
doing what you can. Realistically, Stevie Wonder's lyrics stunk. And no one's willing to say it because he can't see. And his hair stinks. His dumb, receding hairline fucking... Alright guys, I'm check- okay, I checked out. I am checking out. Predator face. No one's saying anything because he's blind, alright? I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. And if he does, he's like, who the fuck are these dudes? And then you know what people say? If we tell you, you won't know. You can't see him. You know what I mean? The fuck you asking for, Stevie? Huh? He has good. Why don't they put different clothes on it, son of a bitch? Like he's walking around with velour sweatsuits on and shit. No one's telling him it's just not cool. He's going off a of feel alone, Dave. He's going off a of strictly feel. He's using, he's using all the wrong senses at the wrong time. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a hero, right? That's the most ignorant block we've ever done. It's like two minutes of street shit on the team. <laughs> <laughs> for no goddamn reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, I respect both of those dudes. Uh, they did a lot for us as black people. <sighs> I can't even say that with it. Fuck them both, dude. Yeah, I mean, hey, Stevie makes good music. Does he? Does he? Superstition? Yeah, no, that's good. Come on. Come on. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. He's like a musical genius. <laughs> <laughs> to give him his credit, it hurts me. <laughs> I know the music. You know what's bad? Because, like, I Wow, it's just slightly depressing somehow. Living in the city is one of the most fucking depressing songs. It starts off so fucking, he's in the city, he's loving it, then he realizes the city is raping him. The city is taking his ass cheeks. His dumb face can't even see who's doing it. He's so angry. This is interesting. So, Stevie Wonder makes depressing music. It's weird. He makes happy music. Your your take on Isn't She Lovely? Go. She left him for some dude that can see everything. <laughs> you know what? That's what I thought. Chris is listening to the guy themselves. The song is about his newborn daughter. Uh, is it? <laughs> Isn't she lovely? Yeah, the baby cries for the last one. He wanted to pick the baby up, but you know what he kept doing? Bumping into the TV. <laughs> he kept bumping into the goddamn TV. I got you to laugh, Dave. Let the laugh out. <laughs> oh, like, God, this is awful. <laughs> Isn't she? Ah, oh, God! This is, I turned the Cosby off. <laughs> his, his episode of Cosby is one of the worst fucking episodes. Also, him in the fucking studio, jamming on, jamming on, jamming, jamming, jamming on the one. Shut the fuck up! Steve. This is so worked up. The, fuck up, Steve. the sad part is, it's January twentieth. You realize by February tenth, once Black History Month starts, he'll be at the goddamn oh, straitjacket. I'll be fucking riled up. I'm like Mike Tyson. I'm, Fucking fuck you, black people. I'll be like Mike Tyson. Just after, I eat your kids. So who are black figures that you respect, Chris? The NWA. <laughs> <laughs> the people. The porn. Uh, the porn. Uh, the porn. DJ Yellow. Watch those videos. All the all the porn. All the porn. You respect the porn people you follow online. Oh, you fuck with. Real shit. I've heard you. Shit. I've heard you giving better recommendations to the porn vine accounts that you do than other comedians. Chris, I think I have some uh, like a paid spot. What do you, what do you think about this guy? Ah, fuck that guy. He's not funny. But this guy, I'm buying, man. <laughs> I got some fucking. He's looping. Some good classic vine porn. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. Apparently. 
His actual birthday is January 15th. This yeah, is Martin Luther 15. King. Yeah. But for some reason, the day just revolves. Um, it's been the 21st, the 20th. It just looks like it just goes back. It give you that Monday. Whatever that next Monday is after his birthday. Oh, the third Monday in January. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, my birthday is 16th, so it usually hovers around my birthday. Yeah, because he was born on a leap year. Huh? Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's what is leap year again? It's like every seven years. Fourth, every four year. It's the one year when the niggas see the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you dare look at me. They came out don't you so bad. I'm not bad about saying that one. That, that, be, I'm being real. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that, that felt wrong inside. That felt completely wrong. But it was funny. <laughs> you know what? I apologize. I apologize to Chris Spencer. <laughs> I'm saying I'm disappointed with his comedy because he's articulate and highbrow. And he's trying to raise the bar so that we don't have to deal with shit like nigga seeing a shadow. Nigga seeing a shadow. On leap year. And, and, and this one, this one got spooked by itself. He got spooked by a smoke. Because the announcers always make those 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 witty really comments. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's weird. The setups are so weak. The punchlines nowhere even close. <laughs> he just needs to say it as fast as he can. The right. Fast, thing fast and loud. <laughs> This is prison comedy that we're getting in here. This is this is mess hall comedy right now. Yeah, you get a nice juicy rant in Chris right now. I don't know where he came from, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seem to be uh, jovial today, jolly even. I just came on vacation, man. How was that? It was fun. Oh, Chris is trying to burp that. It was good. I know, but uh, apparently you just don't like people to acknowledge that you have a I'm getting better. Time. I'm getting better with that. It don't matter because I was away, so I didn't give a fuck. No one got on my nerves with it. I, I remember seeing it on my phone. I was like, oh, it's Chris's birthday. And Bernie's like, you sent him a text. Like, he's not going to. Oh, yeah. That's all I need. Good. Yeah, yeah I tried to call him. He didn't even answer the goddamn phone. I was in Cancun. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I was doing. What were you doing in Cancun? <laughs> what were you doing in Cancun? <laughs> what are you doing? That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I need that damn next book for me. Uh, <laughs> you don't get to put that in the car. I'll grab it tomorrow. But um, <laughs> that's weird. Yo, uh, well, we'll bust on that in a second. But uh, yeah, I was hanging out. It was a lot of relaxing, dude. Couldn't really fuck as much on. Fucking her thing was on. Fucking, uh, what? Her fucking thing was on. Uh, it was so beautiful there. Fucking, she was looking good too. I thought dark skin dudes run red lights. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I did some light red, right? <laughs> I couldn't go. I couldn't go hard red. I couldn't go full blown style. Well, how do you feel about that? Do you do you do you run the red? Do you are you a red runner? I have, but I wouldn't want to do it again. Knowingly do it again, no. I mean, I, I had to knowingly do it, and I felt like a scum, but I really had to. It was like. As a, everything you had to, or I she had, had to. I had to. It was fucking Cancun. It was, it was bitches everywhere, and I'm just sitting there. And it was fucking you. Then it's like we had a, everything was oceanfront where we was at. So I was looking out. The fucking ocean was good. She's looking at titties. I'm like, ah, yeah. Take all the lights off. Give me, give me that horrible puss. <laughs> like, is that wrong? Fucking, is that wrong? Hmm? To run the red? Are you a red runner? 
Not anymore. Not anymore. That, was, that used to be your thing back in the day? I wouldn't say it was necessarily my thing. You know, I, I, I mean, we're talking like high school. They called you Ram on a date? Jesus Christ, can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, in high school, your window of opportunity was very small. Yeah. So you weren't going to let a little thing like a period. <laughs> a little thing like a period. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, once I fucked this stripper who, who hey, she somehow just made it disappear. Oh, they can tuck everything. She just went and got in the tub for a little while and then came out. And I, and oh, yeah, yeah, the tub turns it off. Water turns it off. It's the weirdest thing. What? Yeah, water does turn it off. It's fucking weird. I didn't think that shit was true. I don't understand. It turns <laughs> it off? Do you think she just washed herself? No, she just, you gotta let the water like really run in there. And then if you get in the tub or anything, that shit turns off. Like, oh, that's really? probably you don't see bitches just bleed in the pool. You know what? Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's just an interesting concept because now I'm probably about to go to like a sorority house. Where like all of these periods come on at the same time, turn that shit to like a diner in the fifties and be out there with a hose. Like you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Yeah. You got you got to tighten up your setup, so no. You know what I mean? You got to tighten up your setup to get more ignorant. Go ahead, give me you, an example. Use you, a nigga board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you make those nigga white bitches nice and wet. Nigga white bitches. I don't know why I'm dropping so many n words. Day. The only because thing is Martin Luther King Day. Right. What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> we talked about this early. Either you just buy furniture or you're extremely racist. Yeah. Speaking of extremely racist, we make it topical. Um, Madonna called her son nigga on Instagram. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what made her think that was a good idea. It's Madonna. Uh, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't live by the rules of this world anymore. Would you still fuck Madonna? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was skinned. I was fucking dog. I fuck way worse than that. No, even, even, uh, no, yeah, even being good. someone who is of that stature must have been like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Who's going to get Madonna in trouble? Yeah. At this point, who the fuck's going to Madonna? Madonna. Who the fuck is who the fuck's the TV dad that can go to Madonna? You know, I just realized he sounds like Tony Soprano when he talks. Yeah. yeah. I do? Yeah, you tell me. It's like, you just sound like Tony I, Soprano. Yeah. Madonna. <laughs> Who the fuck? Who the fuck took Say gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like Jersey Yeah. You sound like Tony. What are y'all pepper pastrami and sandwich down? That's probably why Italian is cool. You still get in trouble. Like who? Anybody? I don't know. Who the fuck's getting? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, she's not necessarily in trouble just because. Media outlets pick it up and go, oh, look at this shit. They always say shit like that. Oh, she's in hot water. Woohoo. It's not like anybody's showing up to Madonna's door like, yo, you wrote nigga on Instagram. She made her money. Uh, people saw it and they're talking. I feel, like, I feel like if a celebrity uh, publicly apologizes, they know <clears throat> that if they don't, they would be in bigger trouble. No, does she even have a sent out? There's nothing you can discontinue of hers. Yeah. She apologized. She, she, she. Because well, Madonna was also one of those people that did not return that terrorist money. Yeah. Like, remember all those people that got in trouble for, like, not in trouble. Beyonce they, returned it, right? They found, yeah, Beyonce returned it, but they were oh, like, a bunch of people. Performing for a dictator? They were performing for the private events for that dictator, and then when they found that out, everyone just started giving the money to charity. Which I don't understand that. Like, why is it okay for charities to spend terrorist money? But not celebrities. Because it's going towards something noble instead of them, like, their fucking, their, their chauvinistic purchases. They're probably going to, it, it better be going to help someone out rather than Beyonce buying another car with it. I mean, she don't really need 
So, does that mean... I'm just saying that's probably what the... That's why they did it. So when Wesley Snipes bought turkeys in New Jack City, even though that was paid for with crack. It was helping the community. All right. <laughs> and I watched Chris Rock strangle another crackhead over that turkey. I don't, I don't know how much it helped. And then um, Ice Cube shot him in his Achilles tendon. Thing is, none of those crackheads cooked those turkeys. Hmm? None of those crackheads cooked those turkeys. Yeah, uh-huh. the crackheads even know how to cook I had to do They can't sit on the kerosene. You know what? You ever had kerosene heater food? Oh, yeah. Did you ever have kerosene heater food? You know what I'm talking about? Kerosene uh, heater. Yeah, I had, I had that. For what a while. is it? Go ahead, Dave. Explain it. Well, it's just, it's just you cut the kerosene. Like, as a kid, I lived in a house where we didn't have heat for a while, so we only had mm-hmm. space heaters that you fill with kerosene. Kerosene gives off a very distinct odor, and it gets into everything. Your clothes, the walls, and if you try to cook shit on it, you will have that kerosene fumes in your food But it also. tastes good? It tastes good? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost like, you know how you can smell gas? Yeah. Yeah, kerosene is like that. Like, it's just oh, like and your food would taste like it? No, oh, yeah. it, it, it would smell like it. It wouldn't taste like it, though. But yeah, I, mean, I have, man, my dad cooked the whole fucking thing together on, on kerosene here on the air. It was, I mean, people have always tried shit like that. I remember there was a year the news was giving out tips that if you're driving to the Jersey Shore because traffic used to get so bad going from Philly to Jersey, they would recommend wrapping your dinner up in foil and putting it on your engine manifold and allowing it to cook on the way to the shore, that way you still have a home cooked meal by the time you check into your uh, what? Into your dinner. They, they were on the news saying this. They did, on two, they did that on fucking uh, Tool Time. Dudes on two, did you watch Tool Time? I, I don't remember much of Tool Time. Oh, come on, man. You, I, look, you gotta watch fucking Home Improvement, which was, I'm sorry, I say Two Time, but I'm just fucking. No, right. yeah, I know. As, as a kid, but Home Improvement was fucking time out. They had a whole, they had the, the uh, fucking, uh, the cooks they used to come and they show you how to cook food. They used to come on the show Tool Time, which was on Home Improvement. And they, they would show him how to cook foods on, like, using, like, regular shit at the construction site. It was dope as shit, dude. They do fucking, he made a fucking uh, grilled cheese with his, with a blowtorch. With a blowtorch. Yeah, you remember, remember that episode? Yeah, I remember that episode. It's a good-ass episode. Then one week they came in, they should have had a whole band using that shit, because one of them do some ZZ Tops was on it, too. But they should have used to do a whole fucking band on that shit. They fucking was playing... All these I'm telling you, these guys are good. It was my shit. Be- Beanie Siegel showed me. Shut the fuck up, You know, like I want it. Beanie Siegel showed me how to make a light a cigarette with a double A battery. You know something? I don't remember that. Like, I remember. <laughs> Not that I don't want to, dude. I want to have you back, but uh, I- <laughs> we did make one discovery earlier today, though. Called Beanie Siegel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Black, um, Thought. Black Thought from the roots. You know, all the roots that just on late night now, just living it up, making tons of money, and then starting to eat well. And, uh, Questlove's the only one getting smaller. That's the thing that's funny. Oh, yeah, well, he still man, got that big butt. Though. He's <laughs> he got so that, big. Yeah, we got that nice. He'll never butt. be like small, but yeah. uh, Tariq now he doesn't go by Black Thought anymore. He's, Black Thought. Thought. he's Tariq, but um, he's getting fat, and the fatter he gets. He starts to look more and more like Beanie Siegel. As the, <laughs> the lip, face structure, everything. He looks just like Sieg. I said, one day we're going to tune in and Sieg's going to be threatening Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Hey, yo, pussy. You know what all those goofy-ass jokes? Five stop a mud hole in your bitch ass. A mud hole. I'm going to kick a rib out your foot. <laughs> what do you think about Fallon taking over the Tonight Show? I, I, listen, um, would you have been able to I don't give a this? fuck. 
But I am glad somebody's finally retiring. Thing is, the, the, the problem with show business, and I'm kind of glad I'm in the I'm in the area I'm in with show business, where it's like I'm in those years where I'm about to watch a lot of people disappear, and this or go to a level where they just uh, like Don Rickles. He's still performing, but you don't see Don Rickles perform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Larry David still does stand up. We don't see it because he doesn't have to perform for the masses or promote the shows. You just literally get it. You might get a, a text like. Don's coming, give me 15 tickets. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he performs for people who have the fucking money to go see him. And we're about to enter where we see a lot of people like Bill Burns going into the next level of superstardom. Regular stars, you know, you got fucking people rising up slowly. And we could possibly be part of a list of regular fucking stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the shit I'm saying on this podcast, I'm pretty sure no. Yeah, I was about to say, you <laughs> are also <laughs> at a period where you're going to see a lot of open micers pass you by. But realistically, I'm being real, 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 real shit. We can really, we're walking into an area where we're watching people go to that. That is a fucking weird feeling to be like, shit. Uh, put it like this, like, Hannibal is becoming one of his, the next like, superstars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On a low, his fucking numbers on my phone is fucking weird to me. You know what I mean? It's not weird, it's, but it's like showing what the fuck's supposed to be happening in this, dude. You know what I mean? Six degrees of separation. The comedy is like a cult, and the mothership beams us up. And people standing in our circle are starting to get beamed. Yeah, I think I'm going to be one of the last beam, but once I get my beam, though. Well, one of J.J. Walker beam. Once all the beams are free, so they can use multiple beams to lift you up. Yeah, like you remember that show on The Simpsons when yeah. they abducted Homer and they need to use two beams because he was too heavy? Yeah. That was funny. Dude. That was funny. Part of the clip. No, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like all I, I feel like everything's coming together, man. Yeah, man, you know. And with that said, this has been the Always Funny in Philadelphia podcast. Just so you know, man, all right, I got some dates coming up. Uh, at Cotton 215. No one gives a shit. Um, uh, one of the major dates is uh, I got this gizzard dick tutorial. <laughs> out. Now I'm listening. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. I'll extend it for the gizzard. Always a good time. All right. Okay. And don't forget, uh, July 31st and February 1st, First stop on the Gizzard Dick Comedy Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, no stool is safe, people. What, where can we find information on that as it goes, as information is being released? At Temple267 on Twitter. <laughs> and don't forget Why to follow me at Alexander610. And don't forget Andrew. the original. Well, now that I'm uh, with X-I-2 UCB, it's Andrew212. Oh, you, there you fucking go. Andrew, Andrew UCB two one two. How you are doing this? This is my thing. Cotton two one five is what I do. It's all I have. <laughs> I feel like that's a brand of toilet paper too. Cotton two one five. You said on piece of shit. Are you slowly saying on piece of shit? Man? Two fly for <laughs> one wipe on five holes. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I'm out of here. For the softest touch, (laughs) (laughs) get cotton to it. It's always funny in Philly.com. Suck my gizzard dick. (laughs) (laughs) Dot com. Uh, (laughs) This will probably be the first post on the site for 2014. Uh, And uh, yeah, Philly Comedy at Philly Comedy. Uh, I'm Dave Temple on Twitter. Cotton215 on Twitter. Uh, Chris, when are you, you going to get a website, Chris? Shut the fuck up, bro. 
When are you gonna get a website? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down and do it. This year is my year. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> new, new year, new me, baby. New year. No, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get one. Though. I got. It's coming soon. We'll say it's coming. Coming. Coming right. Gonna help me. Kevin Ryan's gonna help you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stupid. You told me he told me he was gonna write something for the site too. No, oh, I'm gonna write something. So did John Del Palo. I told him. I've written you numerous shit though. This you year have. I'm gonna go to, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write a nice inspirational one. And Dave, have you? Yeah. I wrote motivations of a stand-up. It was right. a great fucking article, by the way. Scroll up or down, however your website Keep works. Keep scrolling down. Uh, there'll be an article soon about Dave. He wants to tell you how well he's been doing. Right. Sometime soon, and uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, and ended with a bang. <laughs>